But it's weird, and, and people always think if you have this job, it means you're like an outgoing kid. It means you're like really outgoing, and you're the class clown when you were a kid, and you just develop into a comedian. I was a shy kid. I was painfully shy. I was a heavy set kid, a little chubby kid. I had asthma in middle school. Anybody have asthma here tonight? Hold your inhalers high. Okay. <laughs> Didn't know we were clapping for asthma, but that's fine. <laughs> but it is. Asthma's great, though. Let me tell you why. Because middle school, my little doctor's note, that was my get-out-of-gym-free card. Boom, hand that over. That's your copy, all right? I'm going to have a seat back here. <laughs> oh, we're climbing the big rope today. I don't think so. No. I will not be getting friction burns on my crotch. I'm going to have a seat. Wheeze to myself. That was middle school. Then high school came. That, that high school PE teacher wasn't having it. What is this, asthma? <laughs> I can cure asthma. I said, you can what? His cure for asthma, y'all, he made me run what's called suicides. You guys know what that is? It's like a horrifying series of wind sprints. They call it suicide. I don't know who named that, but let me tell you something. If you make a little fat kid run back and forth until he dies, that is homicide. That is not. They will prosecute you, pretty sure. suicides. I remember wind sprints. Oh. And I was asthmatic as a kid. Man, I hated wind I didn't sprints. have that excuse. I thought we were going to die. I just hated them. Yeah. Hated them. Well, I didn't play what? sports past 8 o'clock because I had a job. Look, our, our regular our regular PE was like that. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, we did suicides. Yeah. We played battle ball. Yeah. I mean, it yeah, was. I remember battle ball. Yeah, we. My pl- gosh, that got out loud like in the eighties, didn't it? I broke my wrist in five places playing battle ball. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I got. Wow. I got knocked. My feet knocked out from under me by a, a, a chubby kid right. who had like failed a couple of times yeah. and should not have even been playing. Yeah. Probably. And yeah, <laughs> battle ball broke uh, my wrist. Yeah. And I was so angry. Well. <laughs> so. I think, uh, I think Johnny W., we had him last week as our, uh, and I had one leftover soundbite that we didn't use, and that made it in the intro. But I think you're going to enjoy our, our comedy today. It uh, talks about getting old and, and, you know, and being satisfied with where you are at uh, where you are. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. So, a lot of stories today. My gosh. Yeah. Two of them about football. You know, experts say that um, that the Kansas City Chiefs are possibly capitalizing on uh, the popularity of Taylor Swift. Who'd have known that that Taylor was going to save not just cities in our country, but the whole NFL? Getting more butts in the seats, are they? <laughs> or something. Okay. They're getting more clicks. More Swifties <laughs> buying football tickets. Right. And, right. and a, a sad story, too. And we'll talk to a uh, a former football colleague of mine uh, about Dick Butkus in the 7 o'clock hour. We lost a, Dick Butkus last night, 80 I years old. I even know who that is. Yes. I mean, he made it big after football, too. He with, did. With the beer commercials, you know, the, the, the uh, what was it, the uh, less filling and all that stuff, mm-hmm. him and Bubba Smith. Uh, uh, an amazing, amazing middle linebacker for the Chicago Bears, and he set the tone of bone crunchers. Um, Which you know, it's easy to see 
why he he ended up being that kind of guy mm-hmm. i mean when your last name is butt kid <laughs> it must have been really hard to get through middle school and high school and he wasn't that tall but man he was he wide, was mighty though and he was aggressive yeah. oh my gosh well so, again that last name yeah that'll set you up <laughs> all right so we'll talk a little bit about dick butkus in the next hour all right we've got your thought of the day we do for this friday your calm mind is the ultimate weapon against your challenges Mm. so relax yeah yeah it's friday Mm. so enjoy that that's right 434-248-0704 that is our text number play along with our mind jam trivia this food now considered cheap and popular was once considered a luxury item yes only enjoyed by the rich Mm. true story what do you think that is and now it's just old hat Right, and it's cheap, and it, it's just considered cheap. Like you would think, you would think, oh, yeah, we can go get that. A, that's a cheap meal. Four three four two four eight zero seven zero four. All right, on this day in history, mm-hmm. in the liar liar pants on fire department, <laughs> we have nineteen thirty nine on this day when Adolf Hitler denies he intends to go to war against France and Britain. He was overheard saying, Imagine if he really wanted to be aggressive. I know, I know, I mean, this right? This is him on a good day with a value and a couple bottles of scotch. <laughs> Obviously, that was a lie, and and he he went on. We all know how that story yeah, ends. That didn't end well. In 1961, uh, JFK advises Americans to build fallout shelters. Civil defense officials recommend that for the best fallout protection, your family have these two things: an approved fallout shelter and enough supplies to enable you to stay in it for a maximum of two weeks. If you have them ready and learn a few safety precautions, you and your family stand a first-rate chance of surviving any nuclear attack. Man, don't I you feel love, safer already. Don't you love the way they they gave information back in the 60s? <laughs> right. Armageddon is coming. We recommend that you build a bomb shelter and have enough food to last you for a couple of three years. That's your best chance of not growing a third arm. I mean, it's just like, what? And then you're like, oh, okay. Oh, that was so comforting. Fantastic. I wonder if we could have that person over for dinner. They just sound so They sound so, so friendly. friendly. I know. I love it. Uh, 1987 on this day in history, the Faith single released by George Michael is uh, released on this day, becomes Billboard's Song of the Year. Because I gotta have faith. Him and that guitar and those tight-fitting jeans. Oh, baby, he's still going. <laughs> I can't, I can't. Every time I hear the song, I can't help but think about Andy in the office oh, when he dresses okay, yes. up like George Michael. Actually, he looked pretty good. Yeah, he he was pulling it off. And he was pulling it off. Yeah, until Broccoli Rod tried to steal his signature song. That's, that didn't oh, go yeah, well. That was not good. Uh, if it's your birthday today, happy birthday to you. You share it with Elizabeth Shue. She turned 60. By the way, it was the only time Stephen Colbert was funny. In my mind. True. He was funny. <laughs> Ma'am, you should reprogram. It's dangerous to enter without lights on. Lights on? Yes. Take it easy and you'll be fine. And be careful in the future. The future? 
Have a nice day, Mrs. McFly. You're tuned to the Scenery Channel. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> That's what I say some days around here. <laughs> I know. I know. It's true. Oh, Lordy. Um, all right, you're gonna have to say this next person's name. I don't know. I mean, is it Lone? I, I is think that it how is. You say it, yeah, Lone. like Ranger. <laughs> okay, I think so. Lone Grufford is turning fifty today. Who is Lone Grufford? I don't know, but I get to play Molly <laughs> Shannon. Fifty years old. Fifty years old. Fifty years old. All right, we're gonna play a soundbite. All right. It, it's. Uh, let me see. This is from. Oh, the Fantastic Four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, oh, okay. he's stretch, I think, on the Fantastic Four, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. All right. I got oops, you. Oops, oops, Come back A to Welsh Papa. Actor. Come back to Papa. There we go. Are you going to cure us? Ooh. I'm going to build a machine to recreate the storm. Yes. The cosmic rays will travel from this generator to this chamber. That's what, what I no said yesterday. If I can reverse the wave signal. It'll yes. return us back to normal. Huh. Right, My but what are the risks? Even a small miscalculation could increase our symptoms exponentially or perhaps even kill us. Wow. He's Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, wow. From the Fantastic Four. Yeah. He's also Horatio Hornblower. Wow. And Dr. Henry Morgan. Oh, okay. He has a, a wide and varied... He's a handsome fellow, too. He is. Yeah. He's Welsh. Uh, actor Jeremy <laughs> Sisto... It's like that has anything to do with it. It does if you're a girl. <laughs> you're like, oh, he's Welsh. Oh, Yummy. Welsh. All right. Uh, actor Jeremy Sisto is having a birthday today. He's not 50, but he is 49. Yes, what do you have? Uh, the comment section and the, the coverage of the bombing in today's paper, you check what readers are posted. Sometimes you find somebody who knows something and wants to talk. And sometimes you just find somebody who likes to talk. <laughs> yep. He also played Jesus in the Jesus series on CBS, which was totally biblically inaccurate. Right. On exactly. many levels. But, but anyway. He also dated uh, Pretty Woman. Oh, Julia Roberts. Was, they together for yeah. a while. Did not know that. Yeah, a little bit. Wow. A little bit. I'm pretty sure that's right. Thomas McClary. slept a lot. Uh, yeah. 74. Oh, yeah. From a Commodore. Love it. Janet's doing what us DJs like to call table dancing. May no, I? she's not standing on the table. She's sitting at the table dancing. Right. And I'm thinking. Chair dancing. Chair dancing. People, please get out of your chairs and get on the floor. It makes the DJ look better. Right. But no, we're going to chair dance all night. That's right. Uh, may I just say, yes. that was an excellent choice for a Commodore song. Well, thank you. You didn't I go worked. with the cliche. No. I, I appreciate it. I'm going to play the cliche here. Oh, you mean the Brickhouse? One? Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I just got overplayed. Or a slow one. I got yeah. called out on the brick house by, by oh. oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, because like, you know, the, the again, they were going away for the sunset shot, gone for 45 minutes. Right. The dance floor just tends to fizzle out when the bride and groom aren't in the building. Sure. And uh, I played brick house. Father of the bride came over. Are you sure, sure you should be playing that? Like I that went. was like that was a naughty oh, song? Oh, it was a naughty song in this guy's mind. So All right, I, I, got a, I, I got a story about that okay, a we'll little get bit later on. Okay. It, it's a it's a misheard song lyric ah, situation okay. from okay. yesterday. Well, my I'll, wife, I hope she's listening. No, this is the, even your wife wouldn't have gotten this wrong. Oh, okay, uh, bassist and that says a lot. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, bassist Tommy Stinson is having a birthday today. In the replacements, Guns and Roses, 57 today.
they do have a sound. Yeah, they do. I'm not a big Guns N' Roses person, but I'm not against them, but I'm just, it's just not my flavor. I know. 57, though. Yeah. Also born on this day. This is a good day for music. My it is. gosh. Country, country singer. singer. You do this one because you, you have the country background. Well. I, mean, I just went down a country road once or twice. Tim Rushlow having a birthday. 57. He's from Little Texas. God bless Texas. Yeah, until Biden came in. <laughs> well, he's building those 20 miles of wall. Come on, Janet. Give him a break. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How bad does it have to be, it's for, him, be bad. for him to agree to build anything? And have you noticed overnight I mean, on the news, cow. too, that he is targeting Venezuelans as oh. the ones the majority of people who come over in his mind are Venezuelans, and we're sending them back. And that's where we're getting our oil, too, by the way, from Venezuela. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. Just a, always uh, always making those friends. Day late and a dollar countries. short. Mm-hmm. All right. Back to our Mind Jam yes, trivia. Let's go there. We're talking about food. Yeah. This food, now considered cheap and popular, was once the food of the rich and famous. It right. was a luxurious item. Yeah. And only rich people had it. Mm-hmm. And only rich people ate it. Mm-hmm. So not that way anymore. Okay. And uh, we're getting lots of, of guesses, okay. uh, including pizza. Oh. Pizza has, has been guessed. Okay. Uh, meat of any kind. Meat oh, of any I, kind? I guess, that's that's well, not bad. I, you know, I understand that because yeah. not a lot of people you know, could, could afford Could afford it, meat. right. We'll have the answer when we come back. Okay. It's uh, 619, almost 620 here on this uh, fabulous Friday. Kevin Cronin. Cronin. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, that hurt. Mm-hmm. Singer Kevin Cronin of REO Speedwagon turning 72. You found the right right choice. It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam. You should have seen by the look in my eyes, baby. There was something missing. You should have known by the tone of my voice, baby. But you didn't listen. If you've just discovered The Morning Jam recently, we have so much catching up to do. One way to do that is by going to our SoundCloud page. There is literally over 1,000 hours of content there. Get to know Mark and Janet a little better by typing in The Morning Jam on VTRN on the SoundCloud page. And listen live Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on this Virginia Talk Radio Network station little bit of the uh, Commodores for you there again, because I'm easy. Like Sunday morning, 624 here on the Morning Jam. And we're going to our Mind Jam trivia. This food is considered cheap and popular. And, you know, you and I can probably afford it, even in a Biden administration. It was, though, considered a luxury food that only the Bidens of the world could afford and eat. What are we talking about, Janet? Any more guesses? Um, We're talking about noodles or pasta noodles yeah wait we have noodles that's our version of noodles <laughs> that's a right different there. noodle that's a different noodle that's noodles the labradoodle you've on, got uh, to go watch 
How do they get to these videos? They're hilarious. You, you can just go, if you're on Facebook, you could just go and look up Noodles yeah, videos. And, and it's going to be a dog typing. Yeah. At and she's work. dressed up. She usually has on glasses. Right. And her ears are usually braided. Yeah. Sometimes they're just put up on top of her head. And but. she has got the most sarcastic dog look oh my you could ever imagine. She's the best. She is amazing. If I were a dog, I'd be Noodles. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I would. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. And she has great hair. So I'm okay with that. Okay. Yeah. So it's noodles. Right. Who would have thought noodles was, was something considered, you know, super fancy? I wouldn't have. I mean, but you it know, used to be. What we lived on in college, the ramen noodles, you know. It's National so. Noodle Day. Wow. So. So go out and celebrate. Mm-hmm. Have a noodle on me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's Friday. Hey, we can't. Uh, well, we're gonna have to get a little bit serious today, even though it's Friday. We got a few stories that are disturbing. One of them out of Roanoke, and um, I had it sent to me by two different people last night. One from out of the state, and one from our boss. Yeah, I I received it um, in the version of some drivel from the Augusta Free Press. Yeah. Can't wait to read that to you. Yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be good. So, uh, Riley Gaines was in Roanoke yesterday. Yeah, she was speaking on behalf of the Roanoke uh, College swim team. There's yeah. there's your hint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, we'll talk about that in, uh, in just a little bit. Also, you know, not everyone should rent a U-Haul. Okay. And here's why. All right. A U-Haul truck hits two vehicles, including a Lynchburg police cruiser. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Probably not going to end well. That's, that's not that's not good. Okay. So, anyway. Well, we had all we'll that, that looting uh, that went happening in Philadelphia a couple of weeks ago. We saw it. They went in and just wiped out some stores. Well, the DA has gotten involved now saying, speaking of the Commodores, I'm easy, and I want you to take it easy on these looters. Oh, wow. So. Yeah, take it easy on the looters, and you know what you'll get? <clears throat> they'll tell two friends, and they'll tell two friends, right. and so on, and, and so, so on, and, and so, so on. on. Yeah. 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 So let's go with that. Uh, of course, he's a George Soros-backed, it looks like. Of course. <sighs> Amherst County deputy has been cleared of criminal charges in the deadly shooting of a machete-welding welding man. This surprises me a little bit. Okay. Because we were told by somebody in the know that they never even found the machete. Right, right. I mean, you were sitting here when that was yeah. shared with yes. us by a very reliable source. Yep, yep. And and now he's been he's been cleared. So interesting. Don't call him Joe anymore, Janet. Okay. Call him Bob the Builder at the southern border. That's right. Our El Presidente down there wearing a hard hat. Can saying, he do it? Let's build that. 20-mile section of wall. Oh, my Lord. Like, how can people even... I know. And you know what? All three major networks, ABC, NBC, CBS, they all led with it yesterday. Of course they did. Yeah. When it's been like, where the hell have you been? Right. The last two and a half years. Yes. When he was selling it off for pennies on the dollar and letting it rust and and taking it down and... Yeah, and now all of a it's, sudden he's the hero. Yeah, it's it's disgusting. It's like a fairy tale. It's like the emperor has no clothes. Right. Oh my god. It's just I don't like that. Think about that. Oh, sir, you look wonderful. Yeah, yes. That's a beautiful outfit you're wearing. Let us all eat carrot cake. And he's butt naked. <laughs> 
Oh, That's Lord. That's scrawny-looking, wrinkly butt. All anyway. right. No. See, too far. <laughs> I'm sorry. You always have to go too far. <laughs> we We do it, and it's clever, and it's like, and then you've just got to turn into your inner 12-year-old and go too far. I'm sorry. Can I Can I use the bathroom now? <laughs> mm. No. You got to hold it. Oh, boy. All right. Um, yeah, lots and lots of headlines uh, to go over today. Yeah. And, of course, the, the NCAA thing yeah, that's um, with Roanoke College, that, that is a big story. And depending on where you get your information, the story is going to be quite different. And, mm. we'll, and we'll talk about that specifically okay. uh, when, we, uh, when we come back. All right. That so. sounds good. Uh, the cake baker, Jack Phillips, to have his case heard before the Colorado oh, it's Supreme the Court. the case that just won't go away. My gosh. You're Who would right. have thought it would be so controversial yeah, I mean, to be a, a baker? Years-long legal saga involving Jack and the LG, LGBTQ rights folks. You know, it, it's all, it's all but the, destroyed him yeah. financially, and, which is probably their goal. And he had some wins along the way. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it continues and... You know, who's the trolls now, Janet? Yeah, I know. The trolls are the folks suing them, in my mind. Go get your go get your cake or whatever you want to have made somewhere yeah. else. I mean, it's right. just simple economics and capitalism. Just move on. Well, and I mean, let's be honest. Not everybody's going to make the cake the way you want it to look. Right. I mean, one baker may suit your taste more than another baker. Right. And that's okay. Yeah. I mean, how how far is this going to go? You know? Too far, I'm I'm afraid. Keep our numbers handy. 866-916-3776. And our text number 2-434-248-0704. Is it in your phone? Because if it's not, it should be. Hey, we will have some Friday funnies, too. We're going to keep it as lighthearted as we we possibly can on a Friday. But we do have to cover the news as well. Love you guys. Thanks for being here. Yes, got to break out those hoodies. Man. For sure. 58 degrees in Lynchburg, Bedford, Roanoke, and Salem. 59 in Danville. 57 in Amherst. And 59 in Appomattox. Well, speaking of that cold snap, tens of thousands of visitors far and wide traveled to the Blue Ridge to see the brilliant fall foliage. The Blue Ridge Parkway features 470 miles of leaf peeping from October through November. That's what they call it, leaf peeping. I've never heard that term. Peeping? Make, yes, peeping. P-E-E-P. Not peeking. P-E-E-P-I-N-G. Are you sure that's not us? That's that sound. Look at the story right there. It's like a third line in. Okay. Peeping. Uh-huh. It's like peeping Tom, but you're peeping at Okay. foliage. All right. Well, of leaf peeping. Okay. Peep on, my friends. Peep on. Okay. Did you say peep on or keep on? said peep (laughs) okay anyway it goes from october through early november making it the favorite seasonal activity for locals and visitors alike however janet according to climate change and ongoing droughts in the thousand western virginia area fall foliage could uh, look a little bit different this year after a water perched end of summer leaves might be dropping earlier and uh so you, you just keep track there is a website out there i just know it in my heart that gives you the up-to-dates on the best and the peak time for you to get out there and uh, just drive around. Of course, locally here, we can go to the Peaks of Otter and get a great, great view of everything uh, you know, mm-hmm. when it comes to that kind of stuff. So, 
Authorities are searching for an inmate who escaped from the New River Valley Regional Jail yesterday. A looking bad hombre. Jonathan Woody is, was being removed from a local drug rehabilitation center by court order. While the NRV was taking custody of Woody, he assaulted a jail employee and ran from the officers. Woody was last seen around the 6,000 block of Hickman Cemetery Road in the Fairlawn area of Pulaski County. Woody is wearing a black shirt, gray sweatpants. He's described as being five foot nine and weighing 190 pounds. I'm going to go a step further and let you know that he has Brittany tattooed on his neck and damage tattooed across his forehead. That might make it easier for you to find him. So I was looking at this picture earlier, okay, yeah. and I'm thinking, okay, he could wear a turtleneck. It is fall. And he could wear but a hat. Well, he'd have to but, pull that hat on down there. Well, he would. But you look at his chin. Did you see the fiery thing on his chin? Yes, he did. Well, He's I got doubt. He's a tattoo. I, is that, oh, a, is that a tattoo? Yeah, it's kind of strange. Oh. I've never seen anybody get a tattoo there. Oh, so he has so he has fire coming out of his chin. Which out, will, out, out of his chin and his eyes, apparently. He is a mean looking dude. Oh, well, those aren't done very well. Like, I can barely well, see them. Well, it could them. be prison tattoos. Oh, Which aren't the, you maybe, know, the most sanitary. Because they're just using whatever. Right. Well, anyway, uh, Mr. Woody's tattoo choices <laughs> will make him easy to identify. Yes, absolutely. Please do not approach him. Just call 911 and let them know that where he is. <laughs> You're welcome. You are welcome. Mm-hmm. Dadgummit, I feel like we should just go ahead and move forward on this. my makeup tonight to make myself look older and more tired how'd i do (laughs) thank you so much makeup is such a weird concept isn't it it's so random like i'll I'll get up in the morning go into the bathroom look in the mirror gee uh i don't look so good maybe if my eyelids were blue i'd be more attractive (laughs) where did that come from okay i'm doing it don't want that. We don't want to look like toucans. That's not what we're going for. We want like what men want. Everybody wants to look younger. And gravity is making that impossible. That's why I keep a mirror by my front door to make sure I look presentable when I leave the house. So I was leaving the house recently. I looked in the mirror and I saw something on my neck. So I leaned in a little more closely to see what it was and it was my neck. My neck was hanging from my neck. How depressing is that? Pretty depressing. Kathy Ladman, uh, the not-so-subtle signs of getting old is her bit that will play out throughout the morning. Kathy, L-A-D-M-A-N. Oh, wow. Uh, My husband and I were talking about, you know, aging and and getting older and and how hard it is to to guess how old somebody is Mm -hmm. and... Um, and we were talking about the ladies from Friends because we were oh, saying yeah, yeah, yeah. Courtney's letter, is, letter yeah. fillers, mm-hmm. you know, kind of go down. And um, and we were talking about, you know, the woman who is aged the best on that show. My boys agreed after the reunion that it was Lisa Kudrow the, who the actually blonde. the blonde. Yeah, and yeah. she's the oldest. How about I didn't know that. She's 60. Okay. Okay. She's right. 60 years old. Because we know we know Jennifer has had some work and whoever she's hiring. Whatever body it, shop she's going to, it's working. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. It's working. Yeah. But I think Lisa still looks, you know, she looks great. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then uh, Courtney obviously didn't go to Jennifer's uh, no, plastic no, surgeon. Yeah, she, um, she went south of the border. But and she's got that looking f- good. She's looking better now. Yeah. She looks more like herself. And, gotcha. and that's a good thing. And I say that, I mean, not to be critical, right. but it was getting difficult to watch her. Yeah. Because it was like watching a mannequin. What it, was that it show was, she was on where they always drank big glasses of wine? It was a ABC show. She's, oh, I didn't watch that yeah, one. Yeah, I didn't either. I, but that's where you could see some of this thing happening. Right. It's like, wow. What are you doing? Why? I know. But we were, yeah, we were talking about that um, last night. Mm-hmm. And, and it was it was kind of interesting yeah. there. So do you want to go with the misheard lyric or do you want to go with um, the Roanoke College story? Which well, one do you want to do? I think we just did a funny, so I, th- I think. Okay, go to the Roanoke College because yeah. there's nothing funny about that. So I'll get the soundbite loaded by the time you, you, because you were doing such a fantastic job with your inflections earlier with the Augustan, well, <laughs> free Augustan Press or whatever it's called. So this was Augusta this free was press. the first article I, I read. I'm going to preface this by saying, if you want to know the actual story, right. perhaps don't read the Augusta Free Press because right. that's probably not going to serve you well. Um, you might want to just, I don't know, read the article yourself mm-hmm. uh, rather than, than put yourself through that. Um, but the Augusta Free Press did cover the story mm-hmm. and this was the headline this is when i knew we were in trouble roanoke college swimmers take victory lap after hounding trans teammate to quit now already i know that we're kind of leaning in a certain direction mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. mr chris graham mm-hmm. who looks to be you know maybe in his 60s okay i'm guessing uh this I believe is out of Waynesboro. I think this is where the, oh, the Augusta Free Press yeah. is is out of. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a little bit from the article. Congratulations to the members of the Roanoke College women's swim team who hounded an unnamed would-be trans teammate into quitting and held a press conference on Thursday to dunk on her. Oh boy, a lot of good play on words there. Yeah. Uh, The swimmers, according to the press release from the far-right conservative women's forum, had been gaslit into allowing a biological male to join their Division Three women's swim team. I thought I was sarcastic, but I bow down to you, sir. Okay, now, Rona College is that big conservative bastion of thought, right? Sure. Yeah. No, not... (laughs) But but they said a conservative well, right the, wing. The, the conservative women's forum. Oh, it was forum. one I don't know, actually showing support to women. Oh shocking. Uh, wow, that's a I'm novel. I'm so idea. glad a man decided to write and weigh in on a on an article about a man trying to replace a woman on a women's swim team. That's great, Chris. Uh, except she didn't join the team after a pressure campaign that according to what otherwise was a favorable piece about her teammates in the New York Post Push the trans swimmer to contemplate suicide. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, we don't want anybody doing that. You won't be surprised to learn that Riley Gaines, whose name you wouldn't know had she not raised a bigoted stink about trans swimmer Lia Thomas, was on hand for the Roanoke College press conference spectacle. 
It's refreshing to see a group of girls willing to say enough is enough when they're faced with an injustice, when being told to stay quiet and accept discrimination, they've said no. I'm so proud to link arms with them and fight to save women's sports. That's what Gaines said. Again, the trans swimmer who hasn't been identified ended up not joining the team because the pressure campaign from her would-be teammates drove her to the point of suicide. Now, we don't know how Chris knows this because obviously they're unidentified. So if they're unidentified, it would be impossible for him to talk to them, right? I I know where he can go. I know where he can go, too. Well, no, I mean, he can go back to where he was swimming with the man's team. How about that? The men's team. He ended it with, this is not a good look. Roanoke College. And then underneath the article, mm-hmm. it says, don't be a troll. Read our our agreement on how to, re- how to comment on our article. So this is what I put. I suggest anyone who really wants to know the true story to watch the actual press conference yeah. and not read this drivel written by a man defending a man who wants to place himself on the women's team. My favorite part was don't be a troll. Translation is, if you don't agree with me, you're a troll. So much for free speech or free press. Not a good look, Augusta Free Press. <laughs> yeah. Well. I imagine that one will get scrubbed right away. And I think I, I think I sent you the link for the full one hour and ten minute long. Yeah. Um, but you've got some. Well, I've got some, some edited. Actual... WSLS did a great job, and I feel like a fair job, of some of the ladies that spoke last so night. So let's see just how mean and hateful well, these I, women are okay if you have children you may want to put them aside because these sure. women are just evil seething with just hate and absolutely bigotry. yeah the rono college women's swim team called on school leaders the ncaa and lawmakers to create policies and create laws to prevent transgender women from competing in women's sports my name is lily mullins a captain of the rono college swim team and i stand with female athletes everywhere thank you The Roanoke College women's swim team speaking out Thursday against transgender athletes competing in women's sports. We were emotionally blackmailed and asked to carry the responsibility of other people's mental health and well-being at the expense of our own. This has been too great a burden to bear for many of our teammates who have lost hours of sleep, many tears, and the will to train to race a swimmer who has an advantage in the water that our bodies may never possess. This after a transgender student asked permission to join the women's swim team. According to Roanoke College, the transgender student, who has not been identified, competed on the men's swim team in 2021 as a first-year student, then took a year off from competition before returning to the sport this fall. Current NCAA policy allows transgender athletes to compete, but the other teammates say the school ignored their concerns. Our school was prioritizing one individual swimmer over 17 women whose only request was fairness. The thought of having to compete against a biological man is a message that women aren't worthy, that we don't actually matter. Student athletes saying the situation negatively affected their physical and mental health. I could not eat, could not sleep, and spent a lot of time dealing with anxiety, concerned with how this was going to get resolved. Parent Katie Mullins says she... So it goes on. It's so an hour-long That sounds thing. just like what Chris said, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. They bigoted women. Bigoted women. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a a joke. I can't even believe he he writes. And they and they talk about this person's, you know, not getting on the team and being, you know, whatever, outcasted and want to suicide. Well, you just heard from these girls who just said we lost sleep. We cried. We we can't compete over somebody defeated before you even start. And she goes on to talk about the percentages of, of males 
muscle strength and this kind of thing. So they go into great detail. So the the law losing the will to even to even to compete. compete, right? So and and then talking about this man's mental health. So you're going to trash the mental health of of thirteen women, well, seventeen, yeah. Oh, 17 yeah, women. Yeah, 17 swimmers. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in order to, uh, you know. Appease one. Appease one. Right. That that sounds about right. Yeah. We'll be back. we got to get to break. <laughs> ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And it's also 648. <laughs> Wake me up. Start your mornings on the right foot and listen to the Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. I'm not getting plastic surgery. No, I'm not going down that rabbit hole. The most I'm willing to do is to hold my upper arm flaps back with chip clips. Because I don't want to hurt anyone when I'm waving goodbye. My skin has lost so much of its elasticity. Oh, man. You know what happened recently? I took a nap on a corduroy bedspread. Took six hours for the lines to come out of my face. Insulting. And then, oh, it doesn't stop. You know, I was in a ladies room, one of the public restrooms, and it had one of those really high-powered hand dryers. You know those ones? The Dyson ones where you lower your hands into it. I looked down and the skin on the back of my hand was flapping around like a flag. When I pulled them out, they looked like four-day-old balloons. It's very depressing. It is depressing. Someone needs some collagen shots. Or something, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, that you will know, help with that. To see her picture, she is she's an older, attractive lady. She's think, very attractive, you know, which is why funny. she can be she it's can easier get away with to this. be self-depreciating if yeah. you're actually attractive. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, as we continue to talk about the story from from Roanoke College yes. and, um, and and what I would say um, as a, a mother of a daughter was uh, a victory for those young women mm-hmm. because they they refused to be silenced and yeah. i say good for them yeah uh, there's a wisconsin mother who also refused to be silenced she is hopeful after a court ruling in favor of parents rights to know about a child's transition hmm. a wisconsin judge ruled earlier this week in favor of parents and their right to know about their child's gender transition Parents sued the Kettle Moraine School District outside of Milwaukee over its policy that enabled and supported students' transitions to different gender identities at school without informing or receiving consent from a child's parents. And make no mistake, that happens here. It happened in Appomattox. Right. Judge Michael Maxwell ruled in Waukesha County Circuit Court that the policy violates parents' constitutional rights to determine the appropriate medical and health care for their children. Going forward, the judge said, the district is no longer permitted to allow or require staff to refer to students using a name or pronoun at odds with the student's biological sex while Hmm. at school without express parental consent. Right. In November, Tammy Fortner 
took legal action against the school district with the help of the Alliance Defending Freedom and the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty after the district decided to socially affirm their daughter as a transgender boy Mm. at school without their permission, which they claim violated their parental rights, which it did. Mm -hmm. She said in late 2020, her daughter started experiencing severe anxiety and depression, which eventually spiraled into her thinking she wanted to identify as a male. Mm. During this time, my husband and I did our own research to find out what was in the best interest of our daughter. We decided we were not going to follow that affirmative care model. We informed the school district that when she returned to school, they would use her birth name and gender, and we are looking into her mental health challenges, but we're not rushing to make any decision at this point. Mm -hmm. They informed us that they're an advocate of the child and not the parent, and she'll be returning to school with whatever pronouns or name she chooses. It was at that point they immediately removed her from the district. Wow. After they pulled their daughter, Autumn, who was 12 at the time, Mm -hmm. out of the district, they enrolled her in a different public school in a neighboring town. Once Autumn was removed from Kettle Moraine's so-called affirmative model she realized that changing gender was not the right side Mm -hmm. right choice for her there's a reason why it's called dysphoria people Mm -hmm. dysphoria much like euphoria is a brief and fleeting thing Mm -hmm. euphoria doesn't last forever right right. it doesn't it's great when you're experiencing it Mm -hmm. Sure. And the opposite of that is dysphoria, which is horrible when you're experiencing it, but it's fleeting. Mm -hmm. Who among us who was 12 years old did not feel comfortable in their own skin? Yeah. Well, I dare say that there is not one person within the sound of my voice that didn't go through a time period Mm -hmm. where they weren't comfortable in their own skin. Right. At least for girls. No, I think for guys, too. I, I do. And it was junior high-ish time well, for me. Well, at 12. I just yeah. think 12 is, is a, a horrible time mm-hmm. for kids. Yeah. They're too young to be little. They're too old. Uh, too young to be old. They're too old to be young. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Yeah. The court held the parents have a constitutional right to direct the upbringing and education of their children. The They said that the Kettle Moraine School District violated parental rights by adopting a policy to allow, facilitate, and affirm a minor student's request to transition to a different gender identity at school without parental consent. We This needs to be a warning sign to school districts because mm-hmm. there's going to, and, and if you're a teacher out there and you're having to do things you don't agree with, you need to fight. You need mm-hmm. to fight for these children. Mm-hmm. They're already confused enough. They don't need to be confused more. Right. right. Yeah, and I, I'm sorry. It's preying on, on these kids. I mean, it's taking them in a vulnerable time and, and just, in, in, in some cases, destroying their futures. And, and that's hard. That's it is. difficult. Other findings of fact from the opinion determined that social transitioning represents one of the most difficult psychological changes any person can experience. And doing it without the full support of one's parents can result in the child living a double life, which is psychologically harmful. Absolutely. It needs to be preceded by mental health 
professionals conducting a psychological assessment in order to see the benefits and challenges of such a transition. But they don't want to do that mm-hmm. because when when they they're they're like, oh, you're saying we have a mental health issue mm-hmm. if we do. Well, you are going through some challenges. Yes, you are. And everybody does it. Mm-hmm. Some weather it better than others. Right. Well, she's a Autumn is a, a fortunate young woman that she had parents that cared enough to uh, to go the extra mile for her. Mm-hmm. For sure. Amen. CBS News is coming up at the top of the hour. Bill Trefero from the Roanoke News Desk. It's 659.